Welcome everyone to the laboratory of nonsense and the absurd. Don't mind that noise, that was just me and my cat Dennis playing out some new explosive techniques. Uh, anyway, we're not going to be blowing things up. We are exploring our senses and how we use them to interact with the world around us in... The Science of Sense! It is I, Prof... Do not whisper while I'm talking. It is I, Professor Theodore Bumbledum. And of course, today I'm joined by two wonderful assistants. I have on my left here, Professor Rebecca. Can you please introduce yourself in 30 seconds? My name's Rebecca Dunn, and I'm from Kildare. I go to school in Skullverita. Um, I'm, I'm nine years old, and I, I like reading World Albums. I have a pet dog, and his name's Charlie. He shouts like crazy, and I like chocolate. Right, that's enough. <laughs> Let's see if it's Charlie the chocolate. Priorities, I like it. <laughs> And this is my cousin, Robin. Robin, 30 um, seconds. Don't wait till I say go. <laughs> go, Robin, go! My name's Robin McGarry. I go to Inchicore National School. I'm 10 years old. I have a dog called Benji. I love him, and he has a hairy butt. And <laughs> He's got a furry butt. I like art. My favourite colour is yellow, and I love bears. Your favourite animal is a bear? Did you ever meet one? No, I don't think so. When I was a young explorer, I did. And I can tell you, they're not quite as cuddly as you would imagine. So, professors, let's get going. As is traditional in the science of sense, I'd like to begin with a riddle. It's your job to guess from my riddle which sense we shall be exploring this week. So, here goes. Sometimes when things are unfair or unkind, I reach out for something that I know and understand. The peace that I feel when a dog I stroke makes my heart remember all kinds of folk. Maybe a mother whose hand I held or a tree that I hugged just before it was felled. It's hard to explain. It's buried deep within. But it starts with a flourish of the skin that I'm in. Can anybody guess which sense we'll be dealing with this week. Touch! Professors, what do you know about your sense of touch? Your skin is packed with many sense receptors. Each type responds to different sensations. So you can tell us something is hot or cold, dull or sharp, wet or dry, rough or smooth. Your brain receives all this information from your sense receptors but it also filters out the less important ones. So that is why you're not always thinking about the feel of your clothes on your skin. Did you know that a sense of touch is the first of the five senses to develop in a human embryo? Amazing. I've never really thought much about my sense of touch. Maybe a little when that pesky cat of mine, Dennis, insists on rubbing himself on my legs. Get, get off, you... But... As Professor Robin said, it is our first sense to develop. So we wanted to find out a bit more. We had a chat with Professor Richard Carney, who is a philosopher and whose book Touch talks all about how vital our sense of touch is to us. So, Professor Robin, what did you find out from Professor Carney? I learned, Professor Bumbledum, that... Touch is the most important sense because you get to touch people and it makes you feel good and skin is the biggest organ and it covers your whole body. What else did you learn? 
I learned that when you touch someone, you're not only touching them, but they're touching you back. So touch is the only sense that we have that is double. Like if, for example, if you, you're looking out the window, you might be able to hear someone and see someone, for example, the seagulls, but they're not able to see us or hear us. Okay, so with touch, it's a double connection. Yeah. It's how we connect to people. And it's the only sense that has double. Isn't that just a lovely thing, isn't it? It's yes. wonderful. Let's listen to what Professor Carney told us when we called him in his home in Boston. Touch, I think, is the most important because it's the one which puts you in contact with what is outside of you, what is different from you, with other people when you give them a hug or you shake a hand. So it's not just in your imagination. You're not making it up. You're actually really in touch with something that's close to you. It's not just you uh, sensing someone or something. It's, it's that other person sensing you back. And this is called double sensing. Touch is the only sense that is double, that when you touch something, you're being touched in turn. So that's why I think it's very important. Why do I keep wanting to touch everything? Mm, because part of you wants to know everything. I mean, if you look at a... The baby, from the moment it's born, the first thing they do, you know, is they reach out to touch, to touch the mother. And then when they're crawling along the ground, when they're a few months old, they're always touching everything, you know, and they're putting it into their mouth or they're reaching out for it. And they're discovering the world through touch. Touch is what makes us human in a way. And uh, it's very important. People have this natural instinct. We call it a touch hunger. It's like we have a hunger for food. But there's a touch hunger that people need to touch. Okay, what else did you learn? That it is not just touch between humans that is important, but also with other animals. In fact, touching certain animals can be really healing for us, especially horses and dogs. And of course, we at the Science of Sense, we love animals, don't we? So... Let's talk about dogs. Everyone at home, let's talk about dogs. Dogs, 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 dogs. What's the best thing about your dog? He's really, really kind and he's so fluffy. What's the best thing about your doggy, Benji? Benji, if I cry or if I'm hurt, Benji always goes and comes and comforts me and he's very cute, fluffy and adorable. Isn't that the nicest thing about dogs? They're always so sensitive to your emotions. I asked Professor Richard Kearney, why is it when I pet my dog Benji, I always feel much better? But it's true what you say, uh, Robin, that when you touch a cat or a dog, right, you pat a cat or a dog, your heart rate goes down, your blood pressure lowers, uh, there's all kinds of hormones that are secreted inside you, you know, that make you feel better, endorphins and, and so on. And um, your brain behaves in a certain way. You know, your fingertips are directly related to your brain. And, and doctors and scientists have, have, have done work on this, you know, that um, when people are with animals, they calm down. They become much more peaceful and at one with themselves. And I think one of the reasons is, Robin, but I'm not sure, that it brings you back into your feelings. It brings you into your body, into your skin. 
when we spend so much of our times worrying about things, you know, what will I do at school today? Does so-and-so like me? Am I, or does he or she prefer somebody else as their best friend or whatever your worry happens to be? Uh, and, and all those worries are all in your head and then all the time spent on computers and iPhones and so on, smartphones, it's all in your head. And that's why we need to come down from and back from our heads and minds and brains into our fingertips, into our hands and feet. And that's what animals help us to do. So I think that may be why we feel better and calmer and more ourselves and more happy in ourselves, you know, when we're with an animal. Professor Carney mentioned a touch hunger and how we have lost connection with other people. You know, when I was a young professor, I didn't have a mobile phone. When I wanted to talk science with my science buddies, we'd meet up and hang out. But you live in a very different world, where you all connect with each other using technology. What's that like? Um, I feel like when we had COVID, it was very sad and annoying that you couldn't really see anybody. You had to be always on call. And lots of people grew to just always go on call. Now, they don't really meet each other that much. And they just always go on games because you have to do that a lot in COVID. But COVID's kind of dying down now. So now you're getting to go out and play. And it, it feels really, really good. People are still always on the call, though. And some people, as they grew up during COVID got more addicted to screens and that's not good because they could grow up feeling lonely. You know, we live at a time when so much of our lives is spent on a screen, on, on, on TV, on computers, on phones. And it's, it's an unreal existence, you know, where we're connected with everything and we're seeing all these things and hearing all these things, but they're not here. They're not here and now. They're not in my in my real world. And that can mean that we lose touch with ourselves and our bodies and with other people. We must live in the real world where we can touch things as well as in the imaginary world, which is good, too. But if you have too much of it, people become very lonely. And it's right back to what we started, because I know that that friends of mine who are mums and dads and grannies and granddads, that they really missed reaching out and being able to just hug their grandchildren. We couldn't go see our granddad because we couldn't risk him getting COVID because he has something called dementia. Uh-huh. So we, and Parkinson's, so we couldn't go up to him because we didn't want him to get sick. Yeah, you had to look after him. Um, I remember when... I first saw my nana and granddad after COVID and it was a really good feeling and we had a hug and it was really fun. I bet you had a big, great big hug, a big bear hug, your favourite animal. (laughs) Great. That's lovely. It's lovely to talk about your experiences of such a difficult time in the world and it's something you'll never, ever forget. And it's so interesting to hear you talk about the little babies who have grown up in this time And maybe everyone out there, we need to just take a moment and give each other a big hug and remember how good it feels to just be in each other's arms. Yeah? Yeah. Wonderful. We can understand now why our sense of touch is so important. 
But it all starts with our skin and those amazing touch receptors. But did you know that some parts of our body have more touch receptors than other parts? I think we could do an experiment about that here in the laboratory of nonsense and the absurd. Let's do a one-two experiment. You just need a paperclip that you bend and shape into a U-shape and a blindfold and... Your victim, i.e. me. They shall be prodding me gently, very gently, with the U-shaped paperclip at different parts of my body. My arm, my hands, my head, because I have a perfectly shaped, bald head. And I shall say if I can feel one or two points of contact, because in different parts of our bodies, we are more sensitive than others. Take it away, Professor Rebecca and Professor Robin. I have no idea why this little creature is whispering in my ear, but she is. We need to blindfold you. The blindfold is going upon my my perfectly shaped head. So we will be doing the back of your neck. It's nice to warn the victim where okay. they'll be going. I'm go. I'm, I'm moving me. Can you reach? Yes. Uh, that's. One. I just climb up. Get off me. How many points? Ooh. I can only feel one point of pressure. Incorrect. <gasps> My neck has let me down. The next More. one is the back of your hand. How many points do you feel? You're going quite heavy there, <laughs> Professor Rebecca. I mean, it's actually bordering on painful. I feel like you've just dug a hole. I think I have. <laughs> okay, so again, I can say I feel one point. Two! Ah, what? Professor Robin, could you please help me with the next one? So it's doing. Did you just um, say put a paper clip on my lips? Robin, so, do, 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 do the honors, Professor. Stop moving. Stop moving. I'm blindfolded. Do you to go? I got no. Two. I got two. Yes. Yes. My lips. I'm very sensitive. So where was my most sensitive part? Lips and fingertips. Thank you very much, professors, for your help and assistance in proving that our bodies in some parts are extremely sensitive to touch and light, apparently, as the blindfold is removed and I can no longer see with my eyes. And yeah, that's my nose. Don't worry about my nose. That's fine. I'll get another one. God. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening at home too. The Science of Sense! We have a cool worksheet with more facts and games and experiments. We would love to hear how you get on with your own experiments. You can download the worksheet with the information on it. Head to rte.ie forward slash learn to find out more. The Science of Sense is a curious broadcast production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with a television licence fee. Produced by Patricia Baker and Norma Lean. Final mix. Hugh O'Dwyer Contact Studio. Presented by Hugh W. Brown as Professor Bumbledog. And me, Robin McGarry. And me, Rebecca Dunn. Music by Hugh W. Brown. One, two, three, four, five, and six. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I wish? One, two, three, four, five, and six. There are many more songs.